You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping with me, your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm a pedal pumping content creator. I love talking about pedal pumping. I'm a foot model. I do foot model-y things. You can find links to me and my work and social media whatnot on my website, MimiFootnip.com. I have Eclipse for Sale Studio 159169 is my studio, and I also have OnlyFans. As of December 31st, Avian Stars is closed. That's a total bummer, I know, but it's the same old thing, like the, the credit cards and the banks don't want to accept adult sites and so avian stars could no longer i guess provide paid paid content you know so basically i think from my understanding of when avian stars emailed content creators our choice was to continue posting our content for free or to shut it down and i opted to shut it down i just don't feel like it's fair to all the people that pay a monthly subscription to see the same exact content on OnlyFans and then offer it for free on Avian Stars. Like, that just doesn't make sense. That's not the business model I'm going for. I put a lot of work into my content and, um, yeah, I feel like it's, it's worth something. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's a bummer, you know, and the main reason that I had Avian Stars to begin with was just so that I could have sort of like a backup platform so that I could be posting my work to two different places. So in the event that one shut down, I'd have a backup. Well, one shut down. So now I'm just down to OnlyFans. And it's kind of a bummer because a lot of those early videos that I posted on OnlyFans, I don't have the hard copy anymore. And you can't legally download it or copy it from OnlyFans. Once it's on OnlyFans, it's it's not available for you to just download it. If you want to do that, you can go to Clips for Sale and I've got lots of videos there, but they are not all, it's not my entire catalog. If you go to OnlyFans, you'll see thousands of videos. Well, I don't know how many. Last time I checked, it was had at least like 1700 videos or it's probably more than that now. Anyway, <laughs> I want to start the podcast this week by saying happy new years and welcome 2022. I want to also thank my patrons, Tevin, Jim, Riker, DBM, not a golfer, Sheldon, Rayshon, Eric F and Eric J and cranking fan, Thank you guys so much for starting off this new year with me and with the Pedal Pumping Podcast. And I look forward to all kinds of new, fun, exciting stuff in the new year. I'm going to read some emails and give you some thoughts right after a quick break. And we're back from the break. So happy 2022, everybody. It's kind of crazy. It's a new year. So I'm going to call this season two of the Pedal Pumping Podcast. I did like 42 or 43 episodes last year. I started in March 
And I just want to, like, start the clock back over counting at episode one, season two. And we'll just keep this thing going. Let's keep it pumping. <laughs> so I'm wondering if you guys have any, uh, like, pedal pumping related New Year's resolutions or goals for yourself or gonna, I don't know. Any, any videos or anything you want to add to your collection or anything you, want, you hope to experience in 2020? As always, I think I want to do all this new stuff and create new content and I have big ideas and that's great. But then I also have depression. Uh, I think I've kind of mentioned this in the past, but I do have some depression that flares up as it does. You know, it's kind of like a chronic thing that you just manage and I do, I think I do a really good job of managing it, but I sometimes, you know, like I'm, I guess I feel like my mental health sometimes limits my bandwidth, right? Like what I'm able to produce. I feel like I produce a lot of content for somebody who like works another full-time business and <laughs> battles depression, but, you know, like, I still want to do more. I always want to do more. Um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping that in 2020 I can spread my creative wings and get more and different kinds of pedal pumping content out into the world and collaborate more. I really want to collaborate with other content creators. I was even thinking, like... Because I've done, you know, quite a few episodes and read emails from guys who are into cross-dressing and pedal pumping. And I started thinking, it would be fun. I mean, what would it be like? I think it would be really fun to collaborate and do some videos together. I don't know how or when, logistics and all that. But um, anyway, I am, I do have some bad news. Or not really bad news, sad news. I am going to be... Uh, giving Wagner the Volvo a send-off because I just I have too many cars at my house now and it's just crazy and difficult trying to move cars around and it's just it's cumbersome and not practical and not happy for me and so the Volvo is the car that I've chosen to say goodbye to and if you have any requests or customs or anything you'd like to see happen before Wagner finds a new home somewhere let me know because uh, because his days are numbered <laughs> all right let's get into some emails oh I got a message from Eric F and I wanted to read it he says hi Mimi so I was listening to the last of the extra podcasts that, that's on uh, Patreon. Patreon, I post like extra, like extra audio. And he says, you mentioned about your teaching job and an idea popped into my head, ASMR. So while you're teaching, if it's not too distracting for you, you could use your GoPro and record under your desk of your feet posing bare with shoes, etc. And to endure... I think he means ensure is probably a typo to ensure privacy and keep the two worlds apart. The ASMR portion overwrite the audio track of the video clip with calming instrumental music. I know there are royalty free instrumental music out there. 
I believe, but not 100% sure you could use regular music if you display the song title and artist before the video is played. But I was thinking of this to add to your vast library of offerings. And I, I'm like, this tickled me and I wanted to read it on the podcast because I'm, I want to solicit your opinions and ideas and also just share because, you know, I want to share with my people. Uh, when I first started video videoing, I guess, filming my feet, my original idea or inspiration was I could just set up a camera under my desk when I'm working. <laughs> That's exactly this concept was exactly what I had in mind. And I thought, you know, I could live stream it or I could record it. And I wasn't really sure who my audience would be or where I would put it. But I knew that I was always creating little video clips of my feet doing things in my daily life and posting them on Instagram. So I thought, yeah, I should, I should definitely. So I'm an online English teacher and I work at home and I could totally set up a camera under my desk. I think the thing that has always held me back a little bit is that I've always thought, well, my class, the class content is quite confidential. Often my students tend to be, um, I teach English as a foreign language and they're very fluent and they're usually business professionals or, you know, like professors or they're people who, who have fairly high level positions in their companies or institutions. And they often practice things with me like presentations, bef you know, that I really can't leak that stuff or that we're talking about like an email or we're talking, it's, it's very business English kind of oriented stuff, but I, yeah, I've always been kind of concerned about privacy and, but I think Eric has a really interesting suggestion of doing some sort of audio dubbing. Um, there's definitely royalty-free music, which is probably what I would opt for rather than using um, like actual music. Um, I mean, not that royalty-free music isn't actual music, but licensed music, right? Um, just because it, there's so many ways you can get in trouble, copyright laws and different things. Um, and then you're also limited by what platform you can post to, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I, I kind of like this idea. I mean, it could, be, it could be sort of a fun thing to do. And it would give you possibly like a little a little glimpse into my world uh <laughs> my my real life as a english teacher um not that pedal pumping isn't my real life it most certainly is but i guess my private life a, a part of my life that i've sort of kept separate like eric alludes to here where he says um yeah, to keep the two worlds apart. And that's exactly what I've done. I've definitely kept these two worlds apart due to, you know, confidentiality. Also, because I'm working with like, you know, C-suite people and managers, like being a 
fetish model content producers probably like not everyone's open-minded especially you know a lot of my students come from conservative cultures and so not everyone would be um open-minded or or respect me if they knew that I also which is stupid right like why why wouldn't they respect me because I'm still the same person but nah, you know culture taboo we talk about this stuff on the podcast all the time right like how anyway <laughs> why the world won't be the way I want it to be I don't know but I I want to read a fun email a story today and this is a contribution from Jay he's sent me um, stories before to share and um, usually they're kind of like Gen X 1980s type stuff which I totally get a kick out of I, I love it I've been um, on Instagram like following a bunch of like 80s 80s like nostalgia accounts and memorabilia and different funny things from the 80s and it's been really a fun trip through my childhood recently anyway okay let me <laughs> let me read this it says dear Mimi thank you so much for putting my stories out there yes they're all true and accurate to the best of my recollection so many of my experiences happened when I was young when cars were more finicky and carbureted and when I think about it, there were many experiences. One that I always think about goes back to 1984. I was just 11 or 12 at the time, but this experience has stuck with me for my whole life. I hope it is not too awkward for you to read. If it is, I understand. Sometimes the truth is cringy, right? Anyway, here goes. Gulp. This started so innocently. My little sister, just five or six at the time, was taking ballet lessons and my dad and I went to pick her up from dance school. I remember waiting outside with my father and the other parents for the kids to finish when out of the dance school came two dance instructors. Looking back, they must have been in their late teens, maybe early 20s. Both had the big 80s hair and lots of makeup and both were wearing dance tights. One was wearing nude and the other was wearing black. And both were wearing these 80s shoes. I think they were called capizios. They were basically flats with a little bit of a heel and they had pointed toes and little dotted indentations all over the shoes, almost like someone made a polka dot pattern with a needle. I wonder if they had these shoes in California. All the girls wore them, including the girls I went to school with and I thought they were hot. Anyway, these two dance teachers walked over to an old car not sure what it was. It was two-doored and rounded. I can sort of picture it. It was old and black and faded. The girl with the black tights got behind the wheel and started to crank the car. She left her door open so I could see her foot pumping the gas pedal. And after a few attempts, she started to bounce. Come on, come on, come on. Ah! She exclaimed as she pumped and cranked. The other girl said, not so hard. You'll flood it. To which the first girl replied, I'm trying not to, and kept pumping and cranking while saying, Come on, come on, come on. Oh, you stupid, come on. What a spectacle this was. At this point, it's worth mentioning that I was wearing terry cloth shorts and I was getting excited. Very excited. And it was showing. Oh, God, I couldn't stop it. It was like a tent pole in my shorts. 
My poor father, he must have noticed. Everyone must have noticed. I was getting looks. I was rock hard watching this girl. I mean, she wasn't pumping so hard, yet the bouncing and the begging was driving me crazy. And then it happened. Ah, let me try, the other girl said. The girls switched seats, and the girl in the nude tights just floored the gas over and over, saying, Come on, come on! Meanwhile, I was transfixed. My face was hot, my head felt light, and my penis was throbbing. It was almost painful. Everyone was looking. The girls were bouncing and begging. That was another amazing thing. The girl in the black tights was in the passenger seat bouncing and saying, come on, come on, while her friend held the gas pedal all the way down and finally got the engine to turn over, as if her bouncing in the passenger seat would help the car to start. My father and I drove home in silence. I was embarrassed, aroused, and dizzy, but something had changed forever in me after that. This may have been the moment when my sexuality awakened. I wasn't a boy anymore. Thanks again, Mimi. Stay amazing, (laughs) Jay. Thank you, Jay. Oh my gosh. This is so great. Um, I love the begging and the bouncing and the the friendship between the girls supporting each other, the, the girl in the passenger seat bouncing and begging. I say girl, I'm hoping that, you know, that these girls were actually young women, but I'll just say girl because that's what you've used in the story. Uh, Yeah, so you were 11 or 12 at the time. I can't imagine being that age and watching that scene unfold. The tights, the big 80s hair and the makeup. Oh, and the Capizios. I gotta Google those. Hang on. Okay, I'm back. I Googled Capizios. The name sounds incredibly familiar, uh, but I couldn't picture them, especially with like the little perforated dots. And so I went to look and it looks like um, they are dance shoes. Maybe I need to say 1980s Capizios. Uh, maybe that'll give me a better idea of what you're talking about. So obviously, uh, it doesn't really help. <laughs> obviously, I don't really recall these shoes. In 1984, I would have been nine years old and falling in love with the lead singer of Duran Duran. <laughs> as all nine-year-old girls would. Um, But I, and at that age, when I was nine, I was probably in soccer cleats far more than I was in dance, dance shoes. I think I only took dance lessons until I was maybe four, four years old. I think at that point, I, my dance teacher retired and and there was an, I remember this so well, I was so off topic, but um, I remember my mom took me to the new dance studio or the new teacher that was taking over and she was so mean and she made some of the other girls, the older girls cry 
And I was like, nope, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to dance. I don't want to be in a dance class where the teacher makes the girls cry. And that was the end of me dancing. And then I, you know, I was a little soccer player after that. So I, I was wearing cleats in 1984. But I do remember the word or the name Capizios. Anyway, I know they're dance shoes. And um, so I'm just picturing these two uh, teenage, young adult teenagers in their their dance, their 1984, like dance tights and shoes and their hair and makeup from that era. Such a good time. I wonder what kind of car it was. Isn't it interesting? Like when we're little kids, we remember like the shape of the car or the the color or the feeling um but it's hard to remember like the the car brand or make or whatever the model um but it's it leaves such an impression anyway i love the story i love the um that it was two friends and i love that they were bouncing and begging i think bouncing and begging is super hot and sexy and super sexual. Um, I have videos where I crank and bounce and beg. And it's just so much like emotion. Like so much, such a release, such a rush. And then the bouncing, you know, and like you get the seat squeaking. And you're just, I don't know. I I do not <laughs> at all feel uncomfortable reading, reading this. This is like right up my alley. Um as for, and it, I don't think it's cringy either. I mean, I guess it's for you, it's really cringy that you're an adolescent and you are, you know, you have an erection and you're in a in the car with your dad. I mean, that's that's got I guess basically having being an adolescent and having an erection with anyone like, you know, teachers parents anyone around like that it would probably I mean I, I don't know I don't have a penis but I imagine that would be kind of mortifying like you'd be thinking like everyone can see what's happening in my pants and everyone can read my mind and can see that these girls are you know across the street and I can see their feet and they're you know bouncing and struggling with the car and switching you know switching seats and pounding that pedal and pumping it and I've got you know an erection that definitely would um be mortifying and cringy for for you I could see that <laughs> but when I think about the the young women bouncing in the car I definitely feel like that's super hot and sexy so thank you for sharing that and I love knowing that your stories are all true that is incredible. I love that you've got so many of them too. So keep them coming. And by the way, if anyone would like to email me with their stories or questions or whatnot, feel free. My email is mimifootnip at gmail.com. I generally don't reply to emails because I just, I get so much st stuff. And you know what? There's honestly, I'll, I'll be super just straight up with you guys because I feel like you know, it is, it, I am who I am type of thing, but I just, um, sometimes get a little overwhelmed and I kind of like get insular and isolate myself. And it's just kind of part of my self-care and how I deal with my depression and how I manage my mental health sometimes. And 
so I, I don't always have the extra bandwidth to reply to emails, but I save them all. I have all your emails. And if for some reason you sent me an email and you haven't heard me mention it on the podcast, then nudge me on it because what happened is that it may have ended up in a spam folder. It may have, I don't know, slipped through the cracks somehow. I may have mislabeled it or something. So nudge me if you have sent me emails and you haven't heard me read them. I try to get through all the emails. I try to prioritize my patrons because those are the folks that, you know, keep the lights on on the podcast, so to speak. And, um, yeah, we're going to wrap up here, I guess. But that's all I want to say. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really, really appreciate each and every one of you that tunes in and listens to me ramble on about my dance lessons when I was four years old or whatever off-topic things I get off on. Uh, (laughs) But I am here for the pedal pumping. I really am. And I hope you are too. So thank you and happy 2022.